1: glaring issues throughout this season have been what leading the league in drops. And then the most penalized right tackle in football, two of the biggest issues for this team all year.
2: One of the most penalized right tackles in the history of football.
1: What of the two, which of the two actually scares you more? Because I I get why the drops are frustrating, but on the road, silent counts, crowd, crowd, I think an offense that's moving the ball more, what scares you more? I actually think it is that there's a false start or a holding penalty that takes a 15-yard gain down to the Buffalo five, and it gets called back, and instead it's first and 20 you know, at the 30-yard line or whatever, Let's throw out a yardage line. Like That's what scares me more than the drop. The reason why the drop's a little less concerning to me today than they had been, and I'm more concerned on the penalty end with the O-line, is because – They have focused more of their target share now to their best players. Rice, not that he can't drop a football, but Rice, Kelsey had three drops, okay? Like, I still trust those two individuals more than earlier in the year when they were trying to make MVS and Canarias Tony players that they were not. So, for me, it's the O-line holding penalty, false start penalty that... Kills a drive that was going. That is actually more concerning than the one or two drops. We probably are still going to see. Let's just be honest with ourselves on Sunday night.
2: The drops concern me more. And the reason why is because I think the problem is, is that they need points against Buffalo. I understand their defense. They don't need a bunch of points. This is in the olden days, right? They don't have to score 35 against Buffalo in order to get a win. But the drops have been the one thing of what you've mentioned to me that still remains of their difference between moving the ball. They've overcome some of the offensive penalties to the point that from the 20 to the 20, they're pretty good at those things. Travis Kelsey's dropped a couple of balls in the end zone that could have been touchdowns instead. And I understand the Jawan Taylor penalty last week. That's a tough one for him to get. Okay, he got that block in the back penalty after someone shoved him in the back into the back of another player that led to a field goal. The drops concern me because... That's where the Chiefs still have some real untapped scoring potential. McCole Hardman, MVS, I don't care which receiver you mentioned, Gold. If they were to just get one of those connections, we aren't talking about the Chiefs beating Miami by just 19. We're talking about the Chiefs beating Miami by 25, 27. Because there are touchdowns on the board in the long passing game that I think that they can get if they can just hold on to the football. I think specifically with those two, Kelsey's drops, they've been weirdly high all season. But I don't know. They didn't seem to stop him last week from being pretty effective. Yeah, he had to throw it three drops
1: if otherwise he has a 100-yard game. I, I still think just the penalty, like when you consider this game is on the road, like I'm not worried about how Mahomes is going to handle the road atmosphere. Not at all, actually. That doesn't concern me. But Taylor at right tackle, add the noise into it. He was already the most penalized. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried about the false starts. Like he has to be on his A game at right tackle. Donovan Smith, I'm not worried about the penalties other than just the normal He's probably getting called for one holding call in the game. Like that's just who he is. We had Ross Tucker on all the way back in like week two, and he just talked about his style of play. Like sometimes you can get a little lazy. It's just I mean, that was how Ross
2: Tucker, Ross Tucker described it. Yeah, we well, should he did that then. It was very true. Um, but in fairness, you know, um it's the playoffs. You would anticipate less. He played one of his better games of the season in this last playoff game against he did. Miami. He did. So maybe he just needed the uh proper motivation going into it. Like, I worry about both. We understand that the three things that have bitten the Chiefs all year are the two that we mentioned. And turnovers, just straight up giving the ball away. That was actually what was so refreshing about that Miami game. They had the one turnover, dude, but it was way late. So for 98% of the game that mattered, the Chiefs were one up in the turnover differential. And guess what? They're up two and a half, three touchdowns on a team that did it. That's the other thing I don't understand about the national perspective of this game because I continue to see the national perspective is the Bills are more talented. They're going to win this football game because they're more talented. And I'm just like, they're not. They're just not more talented. I don't think that that's the case at all. But it's also just pretending like the Bills don't have turnover problems of their own or talent deficiencies of their own and are capable of some of the same mistakes the Chiefs have had. They don't have a regular deep threat that comes across the board either with Kansas City. the biggest difference is that they probably get penalized less, and they're better in the red zone. They're I don't, third or fourth in, the, in red zone touchdown scoring, and the Chiefs are 15th or 16th. That is always the funniest thing about Gold. As many times we talk about this offense – we always talk about them like they are 27th, but at worst, even in red zone scoring, we're like, God, they're miserable in the red zone. They're like league average. <laughs> they're like pretty normal. They're, it's bad for the Chiefs and especially Compost season time, but it's not like they're bad in the red zone, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. The, the, the drop thing, you know, we, I think you asked me the times yesterday, like, is that something that can just change and can be solved? Like we're, those were those were month the first month of the season conversations. Like the, we had Tony Gonzalez on the show for that Thursday night game a couple weeks into the season. We asked him the same question yeah. then, like, is it curable? And at the time, he said, "Well, yeah, it is. You can you just got to focus." I used to think we, that too. We, I mean, we're so far past that though. Tony, no, the guys, the guys the that are dropping passes are going to keep dropping passes. Okay, yep. you know, just don't give them the opportunity. This is why, like, I, I like how they have scaled back. Hopefully, they're not tempted with Kadarius Tony, you know, MV like th- those individuals that really were having the drop problems. Rasheed Rice actually has been better about it recently. Kel- actually,
2: for the li- yeah, for his knock, run, he's been on, the on, the knock, ball a lot. Knock,
1: knock on wood on that one, right? But he has been better. You know, Travis Kelsey, I don't suddenly think after dropping three games this past week that now he's just going to start dropping passes the rest of his career. You know what I mean? You are who you are for the most part. And, and I, I think we kind of know who is more prone to drops and who isn't. I also know who is the most penalized offensive lineman or player in football over the last four years. And unfortunately... It's your right tackle. So that's a little more concerning for me. Hopefully neither one is an an issue for them on Sunday night.
2: How much do you, like, I guess this, like people would say this about the Chiefs too. How much do you really fear the Bills pass rush? They are ranked right near the Chiefs in sacks this year, but it's just like, it's all just like, they have like eight defensive linemen with three sacks. (laughs) They don't have, they have one big one, 10 and a half sacks, kind of like the Chiefs do with Karloftis. And they got another one who's like. Nine sacks, kind of like Chris Jones. And then I got a bunch of guys, but theirs are all just like ancillary defensive linemen picking up one or two. The chiefs are clearly manufactured. I know where they get their sacks. They get them all from the secondary and blitz schemes. You know, the chiefs have more unblocked pass rushers in the NFL this year than any other team. They send more guys to the quarterback who managed to just straight up, not get blocked than anyone else this year. So I know that they can manufacture their pass rush. The Chiefs' interior offensive line is still their strength. It might be hard for the Bills to just rotate random defensive linemen in the interior and get the blitz. They're going to have to count on those... Those two yeah,
1: guys. I mean, Ed Oliver can be a problem still. You know, I I, I trust the interior of the o line, like you were saying. It's Rousseau and Oliver, by the way, at
2: the 10, 10 and a half, and nine.
1: Yeah, guys. no, Rousseau and Oliver are their best. Epines has been on IR for a while. He made an impact in the first matchup, I believe it was Week fourteen. I think he was. He still, had the
2: tipped ball yeah. interception. Yeah,
1: he's done that twice against Mahomes in I his know. career. One, yeah, it's just, yeah, he's a hell of a player. But luckily, he's not available. That's where, like, we were talking about the concern of tackles from a penalty perspective. But as you were saying, like, there's also this personnel grouping for the Bills is just far more capable of causing some problems. Like, we're just coming, like, if things were to not go well, I think they're not hard to figure out what they would be. I I think the Chiefs are winning this game. But if you tell me that the Bills are getting pressure throughout the game, it would not stun me. I don't think it should stun you. The Dolphins didn't have the personnel to even, in my opinion, challenge Jawan Taylor or Donovan Smith This is a challenge for Juwan Taylor and for Donovan Smith. Doesn't mean they can't meet the moment, but I I do think the personnel can actually cause some problems with this team versus what the Dolphins were even able to try What's funny
2: is allowing pressure is okay um, to a point, Uh, just as long as you don't get the penalties you talked about, the holding penalties specifically you talked about. Because the Chiefs let up the least amount of sacks in the NFL. And the Bills allow the second least amount of sacks in the NFL. And that's not just because they're offensive lines. It's because they have quarterbacks who are better at sack avoidance than every other quarterback in the NFL. That's why. It's not just that these are the number one and number two offensive lines in the league. It's because both of those guys are good at sack avoidance.